I just woke up thinking about going home with you and got very excited about Christmas. I get to go meet the people that made my favorite person. I'll always take December away over summer. Abby, you and Harper have a perfect relationship. She is my person, and I really want everyone to know that. I want to marry her. What are you doing on your phone? I left a gentleman alone in my apartment, so I'm tracking him to make sure he leaves. You're tracking him? Yeah, I track everybody. If the NSA can do it, so can I. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm finally going to meet everyone. There's something that we should talk about. I didn't tell my parents I'm gay. So who do they think I am? This is Harper's orphan friend, Abby. Yes, of course. They're there. You're so brave. <laughs> you don't need to be. I cannot believe I've got all my daughters under one roof. So her parents believe their straight daughter brought home her lesbian friend for Christmas? Not exactly. They also think that I'm straight. Have they ever met a lesbian? This is why I avoid Christmas. It brings out the worst in everything. I've always skated circles around you. <laughs> I love it when they do this. You're such a cheater! Makes it so fun. No way! Just be yourself. But don't lie. You're a very bad liar. Riley! Harper. This is Abby. Abby is my orphan roommate. We, I am an orphan, but we live together as friends. Um, like acquaintances. Oh, please stop. Yeah. Ring out on the I can relate to being in love with somebody that is too afraid to show the world who they are. Ah! What are you doing in the closet? I'm here to rescue you. Are you the ex-boyfriend? Yes, I am very sexually attracted to her. Mm. A female. I nailed that and she is fabulous. Do you know how painful it's been to watch the person that I love hide me? I am not hiding you. I am hiding me. Everybody's story is different. Just because Harper isn't ready doesn't mean she doesn't love you. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another review for you. Uh, this review is for Happiest Season, coming to Hulu next week for Thanksgiving. As always, I'm joined by some very special guests for this review. First things first, from the Box Office Beatdown show and the Cinemania World team, we have Larry. Larry, how are you? I am doing well. Excited to talk about one of our first ever major LGBTQ plus holiday films. Yes, yes, I'm very excited to get into this movie. Uh, we are also joined from the Cinemania World team and the Mainly Movies YouTube channel. We have Alyssa. Alyssa, welcome. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, uh, pretty well, and uh, also interested to talk about this. I think we're going to have some uh, a variety of opinions on this one, so I'm excited to hear what everybody thinks. <laughs> um, yes, I'm excited to get into it as well. And lastly, we have a special guest, uh, my first time on the show here. We have a fellow film critic. We have uh, Caitlin. Caitlin, how are you? I'm doing so great, and I'm so happy to be on. Uh, very nice to have everyone here. I'm very excited to talk about Happiest Season, um, and I want to get into... Uh, this review on, the, on my first note, uh, movies from Hulu, uh, I think it was set to always premiere on Hulu. Am I wrong? Or was it supposed to come out in theaters at some point? It was originally in theaters, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Then Hulu picked it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Same way they did kind of run for tomorrow. So uh, yeah. And it stars, um, we have a really, really stacked cast that I absolutely adored. Um, the cast uh, consists of Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, uh, we have Daniel Levy, uh, Aubrey Plaza, um, Allison Brie, to name a few. Um, all right, so I'll get every. I'll start off with everyone's thoughts on the movie. I will start with Larry. Larry, what'd you think? 
Yeah, so I do have to come in with <laughs> opposing disclaimers uh, when I watch Uh-oh. the film. <laughs> is I am first always down, always going in hopeful whenever we have an LGBTQ plus film, particularly when it's a mainstream film, uh, not like an Oscar bait or indie. Yeah, okay. um, and it was really exciting. I was really actually super interested in this one because, you know, yay, holiday film uh, and something universal like this. However... Holiday and rom-com are not my favorite genres, either of them. Um, Larry does not like love, everyone. That's it. He does not like love. I mean, romances in general, if they end happy, I'm usually... Just say that. I'm usually bitter. Um, If it doesn't doesn't end in death, then Larry is not about it. Okay. so, um, So I was a little bit also cautiously optimistic, but I went in. I liked the trailers, love the cast and overall i had a good time with the film it's certainly not like gonna be one of my favorites of the year but that's just because the genre doesn't lend itself to to make its way up up that list but as far as holiday films go and particularly holiday romantic comedies i think this one is handled just about as well as any other i've ever seen so it it was fun i laughed quite a bit i think a lot of jokes worked and our cast is really strong with some great chemistry with our leads, which is also really important in a film like this. All right, um, let's go to Alyssa. Where do you stand on Happiest Season? Um, I am probably about uh, on par with Larry. I don't have quite as many disclaimers to uh, to disclose <laughs> related to this movie, but um, I, I like rom-coms in general, but I'm not huge in holiday movies like when we're not actually in a holiday season. And I know a lot of people are like, well, it's after Halloween. What are you talking about? But I I don't get into like the Christmas mood until like the week or two before Christmas. So it was a little uh, eh for me watching it right now in the middle of November. But uh, I, I, I liked it. I think, um, like Larry said, it's pretty... Uh, you know, pretty on par with your sort of typical holiday uh, romantic comedy. Obviously, it's got um, a unique twist uh, with the with the story, but despite uh, kind of the, the little differences, there's a lot that's familiar there and a lot of things that you uh, typically kind of see and scenarios and kind of the story beats are very similar. Uh, and so I... I liked it. I did think it was uh, pretty funny, um, especially in the first half. I wasn't as big a fan of the second half and especially the third act, but um, overall, I did enjoy it. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I actually um, agree with a lot of what you guys said. I did have a really, really good time with the movie, but uh, before I get into that, let's go into Caitlin's thoughts on Happiest Season. What'd you think? Oh my God, inject it right into my veins. (laughs) 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 Um, I love this cast. This cast is a ton of fun, a lot of talent, just, you know, uh, stacked was used earlier. And I agree completely for me. And, and I am a seasonal purist. I, I like to wait until after Thanksgiving to decorate my tree. Um, horror is my genre sweetheart. So October is really my time to shine, but I don't know, man, I've been at home for a long time. And the notion of getting to wrap myself up in something cozy was just fantastic. And I think that 
Happiest Season really hits a lot of the beats that you want out of a holiday film. And it does feel very hip. It feels very modern. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're not accustomed to seeing LGBTQ representation like in this large mainstream context. In my own review, mm. I discussed Christmas movies as kind of a conservative bending genre. Because if you think about like the Hallmark Channel, which basically invented our current understanding of holiday films, there's a bend, there's a demographic that we don't necessarily mm. have to get into here. Yeah. But it makes it extra fun and extra refreshing <clears throat> for this film to so unabashedly embrace everything that's traditional and nostalgic and expected in a holiday rom-com. But to also add this element like, hey, you know, this isn't something that's limited to your Trumper aunt's sensibilities. This is something that is for everybody. We're going to present it in a way that is so loving and respectful of all involved. And I just, oh, I love me some Dan Levy. Oh my God. I thought <laughs> yeah. he was, he was my favorite part by far. Um, like literally, <laughs> cause I didn't watch any trailer. I didn't watch, uh, usually from, from movies that are going straight to streaming. I barely watch trailers. I think I watched, tra- the only time I really, really watch trailers is when we're in theaters is cause like you're kind of forced to. Um, and I like trailers in theaters they always hit really good. But as far as, as far as, um, him, I didn't realize he was like, he had like a pivotal kind of role. I won't say pivotal, but he's in a movie enough. And like, as soon as, as soon as he's on screen with Kristen Stewart, I think he's like, he's just so great. Um, the whole tracking thing was really funny to me. <laughs> and stuff but um as far as far as uh, my thoughts on the movie yeah i had a really good time i think it's a movie that we all kind of need right now just because it's been like a depressing kind of year and i won't say the movie doesn't have any like sad moments it definitely does but at the end of the day it's definitely a festive kind of kind of cozy film that i think a lot of people will enjoy and uh, yeah as far as it's very nice to see um lgbt representation in like a story like this um, although I, I remember someone did comment on, you know, not LG, not every LGBT movie has to center around someone coming out. And it, it, it could have kind of it could have just been, um, you know, them as a couple. And we kind of follow their story, which I which I can I can understand. But I think it works. It worked as far as where the story had to go and stuff like that. Uh, someone mentioned the third act. There is a moment where I'm just like, this is getting ridiculous. But um, I, I think overall I had a really, really um good time so if we i if i i know between uh, myself and caitlin there's not a lot of uh negatives as far as the movie so i want to ask larry um before we get into negatives what are some of the things that you enjoyed about the movie yeah so as i said i really liked our cast particularly i think they do a lot to get the most out of this material and i think the movie for me personally just worked best when they were in their element in the comedic sense so you know daniel levy just killing Mm it (laughs) throughout the film but i also thought like mary steenbergen was really funny (laughs) in the movie she had a lot of my favorite just off the the filter type uh, of lines. I wonder why you liked her so much. Uh, <laughs> I thought she was just this fabulous, funny mother character. Um, and then Aubrey Plaza was amazing. Oh, she was great. Yeah. And can I just so say, Aubrey Plaza was looking good. Girl! <laughs> With a capital T uh, at the end, y'all. She's looking good. As was Kristen Stewart, by the way. I mean, she... but. Come on now, Kristen. As I mean, Aubrey too, but they—I mean—they just looked 
good. So there's some there's some good eye candy for for y'all to to come in and see because they they were killing it. Um, but yeah, I think th- it has a lot of that sarcastic humor, which is right in my wheelhouse. So that's I think that's what kept me on board throughout. Is we did have these big broad stroke type of rom com uh, over the top uh, moments and gags throughout, but they kept it in that kind of sarcastic tone um, to the point where like even Mary Holland and her character, which was so over the top, but she did such a good job in the role that I I still found myself entertained. Um, And then I do think that Kristen Stewart had really strong chemistry with Mackenzie Davis, but she also had really strong chemistry with Aubrey Plaza and she played off of Daniel Levy really well. And it's so good to see Kristen Stewart get to uh, be this comedic, more light role. We're we're getting used to her in these indie roles, and it's great mm-hmm. to reestablish her as the great actress she is, but or or even a badass actress that she is. But it's fun to see her get to to play this and get to see somebody in the LGBTQ spectrum in this role. You know, we have her, we have Daniel Levy, and of course, Clea Duvall, both in the director's chair and the writer's chair. So it, it was really nice to just have that representation all around in this film. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. Um, was, I, I'll, I'll touch, I want to touch on something later on because it's kind of spoilerish about Kristen Stewart and Arby Plaza, but I'll save it for now. Cause I have a lot of thoughts <laughs> as far as where the movie kind of goes. Um, let's go to Alyssa. What were some of the things that you enjoyed on the movie? Um, yeah. So pretty much everything Larry said, I can, uh, also kind of get on board with because, uh, again, that cast, the cast is so good. Um, and, and really everybody in the cast, you know, I, I think everybody's going to be looking at Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis as kind of the, the primary people since they are the lead characters. But I think that the rest of the cast too, the supporting characters, um, might be actually my favorite, you know, I like them a little bit more than, than our two leads here. Um, and so, Dan Daniel Levy um, and Aubrey Plaza those are Aubrey Plaza especially I think might have been my favorite um, character and and just kind of performance in the movie and I really uh, I agree with what Larry was saying about just the chemistry everybody had good chemistry here regardless of if we're talking kind of uh, romantic pairings of characters or friendship Mm -hmm. or family um, everybody had really good chemistry Uh, you know the the sister relationships you know it's it's over the top and it's obviously a pretty dysfunctional family but it all feels kind of real within the context of this particular family dynamic um Mm -hmm. and you know the friendships again (laughs) daniel levy and um kristen stewart's kind of chemistry there with that uh sort of uh kind of goofy give and take and and the the phone calls and and everything and the tracking like larry said um (laughs) and and i i will also um kind of reiterate what he said about the the chemistry between especially Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza, I think, and I think that's what you were kind of getting into too <laughs> there, Dwayne. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I agree with that as well. And so I think that the, the cast in that chemistry is probably my favorite yeah. part. Um, and, and the comedy I, I enjoy too. I do, I do like that sarcastic, uh, tinge that everything has. Um, I, like I said, I think it's, uh, much more comedically driven in probably like the first half of the movie than it is in the second half. Uh, there are some running gags that kind of carry over from the first half, but I, I think 
the the first part is strong, but the the cast and their chemistry is strong throughout. Yeah, yeah, I would agree a hundred percent. And and then Caitlin, what are some of the main things that you enjoyed from the movie? So I will absolutely second the opinion that the ensemble is almost more powerful than the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody does such a phenomenal job in this movie, and you know, having our two romantic leads be as infectious and wonderful and charming as they are is great. But the moments that I kept coming back to as I was reflecting on the film and writing my review were all of those, uh, what I'll call side characters and ensemble characters. I love seeing Alison Brie play a total bitch (laughs) because Alison Brie is so charming and wonderful. And then just seeing her fall into this hard ass role is just amazing. I absolutely love that performance. Aubrey Plaza was great. Dan Levy, again, my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. Something that kept entering my mind as I was screening the film was I couldn't help but connect it to the birdcage a little bit. Has everybody seen the birdcage? Yes, mm-hmm. I love the birdcage. Right? Okay. So one of my all-time favorite movies, and so I really loved this, and I, I've got to find the right way to kind of summarize it, but you know, you've got a conservative father that's in the middle of a political situation and appearances matter and here comes all the gay. Like, all of that, it, it just kind of added an element to it. And I think for me, that was kind of a sweet spot for the film was being able to connect it to a film that I loved so much. And, and again, like, I, I think of Christmas movies as kind of an inherently conservative genre. And it's fun to see that played with and combated in a way that is still so authentic and so loving. And this isn't like a counter holiday movie. It's not like, oh, this ain't your mama's Christmas. It's not that at all. It just, Mm -hmm. it is, and it's beautiful, and it's loving, and Alison Brie is such a fucking bitch. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I I actually like, um, I mean, I guess it it plays a little bit into a a negative of the film, but also I liked it in the context is the, the running gag between Daniel Levy and Kristen Stewart about playing into the patriarchy. Uh, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but kind of drawing attention to the fact that, no, just because it is an LGBTQ-centered film or just because you yourself are LGBTQ doesn't mean that you can't have, like, that sweet traditional Christmas if you want it or, you know, just a lovely Christmas film. Or mm-hmm. even to crave it when yeah. you maybe yeah. wokely understand that you shouldn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. As far as um, as, as as far as the ensemble goes, going back to that, I really yeah, I thought everyone did. I thought everyone was great. Um, I love the running. The I so Larry mentioned how much you 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 mentioned how much you love the uh, the mother of the movie, <laughs> and in some ways, I thought she was sort of unlikable just because of like the running joke of oh, I bet you never had a Christmas tree and stuff <laughs> like that. I, I laughed a lot, but I was like, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that stuff was, and then, and then the whole, like, there's like a stealing plot and she's like, you know, if, if something shows up, I, I like her, <laughs> her delivery with that was like really, really, was really, really good. Um, but I did, I really, um, as far as my, my main standouts, I said um, earlier that, uh, you know, Daniel Levy, of course, and then Aubrey Plaza were both are uh, really fun to watch. And of course you could, you, you kind of know Mackenzie Davis is going to do great and Christian Stewart is going to do great. And they, um, and, and they was, they, um, they, they, they did really, really well um, as far as that. Um, I'll go into some. I'll go into some 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 negatives uh, now. If anyone has some, my main my main negative from the movie 
like was the character of Mackenzie Davis. I thought in some moments she just, it just wasn't it. And maybe that was just me not understanding what it's like for someone to like have to come out to her family. But then when you introduce Aubrey Plaza and she kind of tells more the backstory, I was like, I don't know how you, how you want me to root for this person, but maybe someone can like prove me wrong on that point. Cause I was just, I just wasn't vibing with her. And it kind of goes to what I was going to say about Arby Plaza and Kristen Stewart. This is sort of a spoiler. So if you want to like sub out of here for like two minutes, um, that's completely fine. But I do want to do like a quick spoiler warning at the end of the movie. I, I, I really, I, I lean towards why I wanted them to, as a couple, Kristen Stewart mm-hmm. and Aubrey Plaza. I, 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 I saw, I thought it was going to end with like Kristen Stewart realizing she doesn't need this. And then she runs to Aubrey Plaza and they magically <laughs> fall in yeah. love. That's what I wanted. I, but then it ended and I was like, I mean, okay. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought it was setting, I thought it was setting up that, you know, cause towards the end, she's hanging uh, She's hanging around Aubrey Plaza's character a lot. And I was like, okay, so they're probably going to end up together, which is great. Cause you know, you don't need this BS and this girl will claim you and all that type of stuff. But um, that's not how it ended and stuff. And then uh, another negative that I would say, um, although I really, I really, really enjoyed the movie. I, I had, a, I, I liked it a lot, but um, the reveal scene, I don't think I liked it that much because it just felt very movie if that makes any sense, it felt very like this will never happen in the real world where these girls are catty and and she's like, well, well, you're gay. And I'm like, what? What? I, I didn't I didn't like the reveal scene that much um, and stuff, but it was sad, like, you know, towards the end of it. But that, I think that, I think that's, those are my main two negatives coming from the movie. But overall, I did really, really like it. Um, Larry, did you, what were your main negatives from uh, from, the, from the film? So the third act is definitely where most of my big negatives come in. And I think it's because uh, I I understand the need to and want to keep this as a more safe, traditional Christmas movie. But I think the end is just too tidy. And mm-hmm. we just move too fast to this really neat, sweet ending and uh i don't know i think i think it just moves too fast to that Uh, if you're going to introduce these heavier themes and heavier plot points like coming out and having it done in the way that it happens and having this relationship kind of hinge on this i i wish we if if you're going to go that route i wish we would have went that route and uh, you know we we don't <laughs> uh it, it, it just ends up being a little bit too tidy for me personally and i am definitely one of the people who who would like to see us move to a point where you know of course coming out stories are important and they are something that kids and people growing up and even adults need to to still see and experience particularly in mainstream films but i of course would also like to just have a film that exists without that as the the crux point of of our characters but particularly in in our first ever holiday gay film um i i get why, why it's there but other than that it's just kind of personal preference of like i said some of the some of the big comedy strokes were a bit too broad or too <laughs> too much we, we played too much into the rom-com formula but that that's just kind of a, on a personal preference viewer type of thing 
Okay. Um, Alyssa, what about you? Um, so I kind of agree with elements of what both of you guys have said. Uh, so that the third act, uh, and really even more broadly, kind of the second half for me, I didn't like yeah. as much. It seemed like the first half was so um, kind of comedic, and then it took this dramatic shift and didn't really... I don't know. It, w- it was kind of tonally inconsistent um, from one half to the other, which can work in certain um, certain movies in certain cases. It just didn't it didn't play the way that I think it was intended to, at least for me. Um, but that third act and and like Lara was saying, it ties up way too nicely and too perfectly. You know, there there are so many it's almost repetitive in the sense that, you know, like something happens and then it seems like it's going to be uh you know over with and then oh sorry somebody's crying and now everything's okay again and now no it's not okay again now somebody's crying so let's make up again and so it was just like oh come on like enough with that um and and i i agree that there was kind of like this degree of heaviness um especially towards the end there that just it, it just was so rushed through to to get to that nice happy you know christmas movie ending so i didn't like that aspect um and and even just kind of the comedy in that second half, it took a weird turn for me. It, it became less kind of uh, like situational humor and like, you know, Kristen Stewart's character being sort of uh, the outsider, not, not really an outcast, but just like the third wheel in this family um, to it being more like, you know, she was having a very difficult time and that was supposed to be the humor as opposed to the situation. And, and I don't like movies like that where, you know, it's at the expense of a character, the humor. It just, you know, it makes me feel bad. I felt bad for her character through most of the second half. Um, but I agree with you, Dwayne, that I really wasn't a huge fan of Mackenzie Davis's character, especially towards the end of the movie. Um, and I, I agree with your sentiment about not rooting for the uh, the pairing that we're supposed to be rooting for, that the movie wants us to root for. I, I was right. kind of more more in line with what you had. I, I feel like we're out of the spoiler zone here, so people may have come back. So I won't mention what you had said earlier as a spoiler, but I agree with that part for anybody who listened earlier. Yeah, yeah. I was just my that's just my one my my one major like disconnect with the with the movie. Although I, there was a, there was a nice line that she says. What was it? It was a good line. Uh, it was. It said, "I'm not hiding you. I'm hiding me." Mm-hmm. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. It makes it makes sense. I like that. But there was still a lot of moments where I'm like, that's "Dude, awesome. what are you? What yeah. you doing?" I mean, that's what made the ending a little bit frustrating because there were some good conversations had there. Yeah. I think their conversation together was really good. I the also, one with Chris and Stewart and Dan Levy and yeah, outside that one was good. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think we rush after that. The rush is too rapid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, also, just like this, there's a part with Dan Levy and, and then the guy that's crushing on Mackenzie Davis. Amazing. I just loved it. I thought he was, thought yes. he was so fun. Yes. There's a lot of times where – there's a time where, like, in the movie where someone will be like, oh, oh yeah, the mom was like, are you uh, are you her boyfriend? He's like, mm, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he was really, really good. And I really want to see him in more kind of – I think his – I think one of his calling cards down the road is definitely going to be, like, romantic kind of comedies because I can definitely be – I can definitely see him being that straight the uh the, the, the straight kind of colored um commentary as far as like someone you know who needs like a like a like a right wing to kind of tell them what they what they should do and what they should not do and stuff so i thought I'll, i would love to see him in a lot more uh caitlin i know you enjoyed the movie did you have any negatives at all well just kind of ruminating on all of your comments up to this point i wish that this film had had the courage 
to label itself as kind of a family drama rom-com versus a romantic, like a strictly mm-hmm. romantic comedy. Because yeah, honestly, the moment that killed the film was that whole engagement ring scene in the beginning. Because as soon as we watched Kristen Stewart buy that engagement ring, we knew how the movie was going to end. And mm-hmm. honestly, this film in many ways, the parts that work, is not so much about the couple. Because the concern of the movie is not, my parents are totally homophobic, how am I going to come out? That's not what the movie is. This is about Mackenzie Davis growing up in a family and a household where perfection was expected, where her siblings were pitted against each other, that Mm. presenting anything less than what they perceive as perfection means that they will lose their parents' love. Like, that is the central conflict of the film. That is what Mackenzie Davis's character is fighting against. That is why Alison Brie is such a bitch. Like, that's, those are the really interesting elements. And, and I totally agree with what all of you have touched on in that it's very hard to root for this couple because clearly there are emotional roadblocks that are keeping that from being a healthy relationship. You know, some of the most meaningful moments in the film were the conversations between Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza where it's like, hey, you deserve to have somebody who mm-hmm. is ready to accept you and love you. And on the other hand, Mackenzie Davis needs to go through all of her shit to recognize that, you know what, I have to decide, am I going to live for myself or for my family? And Dan Levy is really the emotional anchor of the film and that he's the one that says, you know what, people are in different places and that's okay. If I could rewrite the movie right now, yes. it would end with Kristen Stewart saying, I love you enough to let you go and recognize that I have to look out for myself. Mackenzie Davis would have her coming out scene. This would be the moment where she could start to heal her relationship with her family. And my perfect movie ending would be two years later, they run into each other and they have met the right people And they can share that knowing look across the bar like, hey, you helped me find my happiness and now look at us. Right. See, I like that. Yeah. That that would be my rewrite. I, 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 I would, my rewrite would just be, just get her away from Mackenzie David. Let her go about it. Let them, let them, let them fly to Hawaii. And like, like, you know, this is. For the third act, it's just their honeymoon in Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah. Something. Um, Yeah. So I I don't want to sound like I'm harping on the movie as far as that regard, but that was like my main jarring kind of, I I just wished it was a little different because I, I can't imagine all of a sudden her mom and dad is just, okay, yeah, you're gay. Cool. We're, we're all here for no you guys clearly don't want this and stuff like that you guys the way they like they like they 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 like praise the other sister for having the kids and the husband and what and whatnot the regular oh. like like straight straight american family kind of ending it's like that's but they, they don't wanted, really so. praise her they they like ostracize her because of it oh she just has gift baskets like they're very mean to her after she has <laughs> those kids it's just yeah and then Kayla kept saying that the Kayla kept saying that Allison Brie um like like, what was the bitchy part I thought like half the family except for like the quirky sister oh she was great (laughs) everyone else I'm like everyone's kind of kind of rude that's true they're all bitches but Allison (laughs) Brie is definitely queen bitch yeah 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 she was yeah what were you gonna say well, no, I was just going to say, usually, spoiler alert, it takes more than a one night's rest for a, a father to, to come around. 
Uh, so uh, <laughs> I don't care if it's Christmas and well, and especially when he's just potentially lost everything with his campaign over a dramatic situation. So it's like, oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> that, that's where my stuff. But also, maybe spoiler alert. I don't know. Drag Race fans, particularly if you have gone to their show, there is a wonderful cameo in this film that I don't know if it was in the trailer because I hadn't really watched them either. But yes, there is a Christmas themed trailer that is very much in line with a wonderful show that uh, I saw for the first time last year that made me very excited. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. And that, and listen, I wish that, that they part... had gone on for longer, actually. Wait, you like that part, though, because they're, she's, exactly. uh, she's yes. with Aubrey Plaza. Because <laughs> she's with Aubrey Plaza, and they're both happy, and they're in love. That's, that's my ending, all right? That's the ending. They're happy, and they're in love. Aubrey Plaza and Kristen Stewart. Damn it. Spoiler. Sorry, everyone. I just I, That just baffled me. I'm like, I can't. I want her to date Aubrey. And then even the part when the uh, spoiler again, sorry everyone. Uh even though the reveal kind of moment, the they they have a shot of Aubrey Plaza like saying like, "Dude, what is wrong with you?" to Mackenzie Davis, and I'm like, "Yeah, now now go get your woman." And then Aubrey's like, "Oh, she's a good one." I'm like, "Aubrey, what are you doing? That's yours. What are you what are you going?" I also but, okay, uh, if we're in this spoiler territory as well, the if we're going to do coming out stories, the next thing I need Hollywood to really just steer from is having someone else out you so it doesn't completely happen yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but i really like that's the, if we're gonna keep doing them please yeah, i was like with love simon let, too yeah and especially in a film like this where as you had mentioned Mackenzie davis's character her entire arc is getting to that point of mm-hmm. finally confronting herself through confronting her family in this way. And she gets that moment kind of, but uh, it would have just been a much more empowering moment if her parents weren't complete idiots. Like, you know, like her parents to be sit there and be like, oh, why did you lie? You know, it kind of just, uh, it took away from what could have been a much more impactful empowering scene for that character and it just seemed weird because like obviously she didn't make the decision to to say it in that moment but then like after she kind of does and she's like oh i did it and it just it was just a very strange line to me at least like her she she seemed more excited about that than the i don't know it it didn't see it seemed very disingenuous to be like oh i did it like i don't know it 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 didn't feel like uh like it's a truly proud it felt more. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody really understands why we're there. You know, Mackenzie Davis's character doesn't understand that it's not just that you needed to come out. It's that you had every opportunity to accept uh, Kristen Stewart as your partner and you chose not to. And what does that mean? Mm. And, mm. and then Kristen Stewart, like, what does it mean that you're willing to accept kind of a lesser love? You're willing to closet yourself. Is that healthy? And that's probably my biggest beef with the movie is that yeah. I under I understand that we bought an engagement ring in the first act and therefore we were set. I understand that. It's just very hard to root for a couple that is just, it's unhealthy. Yeah. They're an unhealthy couple. There's a lot of communication issues. And of course, mm-hmm. it's a rom-com. So people have to have conflict. There has to be... The moment that falling out. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they have to break up at the beginning of the third act so that they can come back together before the end credits. Like, 
that's all true. There's just a lot of, there is a lot of scene work that needed to happen to show the growth and to show Mm -hmm. the change and to show the shift. And that happened for Kristen Stewart, but we were totally left out of Mackenzie Davis's process. And it's like, am I supposed to assume that she got her shit straight? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah. I, I actually, that, cause I, yeah. So I, I guess, I guess all of us pretty much had a, like a different kind of outcome in our heads as far as like how it should have gone, how it should have ended. But um, yeah. Saying Let's, that, I, I do think it meets its, its goal in providing a fun, easy breezy type of Christmas rom-com. If you enjoy Christmas rom-coms at large, uh, I think you're going to enjoy this film. You're going to laugh. You're going to have fun with what is presented. So Mm -hmm. I think it meets its goal there. It just set itself up for deeper discussion and deeper themes that it's not able to accomplish. Yeah, I would agree. I would mm-hmm. agree. Um, all right, listen, I we spent a lot of time on this movie, so we're not <laughs> expecting. Um, but hey, listen, um, I at, at the end of the day, I, I think it's pretty good, and I definitely would recommend it. Um, I guess that is our review for Happiest Season, everyone. Um, thank you guys for joining us and listening to us. Sorry for all the like minor spoilers. It's just these things need to be discussed as far as that. Um, Stan, Kristen Stewart, and Arby Plaza as soon as possible. Um, and hey, and, it's yeah. pretty awesome that we have spoilers for a romantic comedy because true. Again, yeah. true. We, yeah. have, we have talked about that formula. Um, it's hard to actually spoil a romantic comedy if you've seen them. Right. So with that being said, everyone, I'll go around the call, get everyone's social medias. Uh, once again, I thank you guys all for listening. Um, Larry, let everyone know they can follow you. Yes, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. All right, and Alyssa. Um, yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at uh, Mainly Movies. All right, and special thanks to Caitlin for joining us today for the first time on the podcast. Uh, let everyone know when they can follow you. Uh, please don't follow my Instagram, but you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at Kate Does. That's at C A I T D O E S. And what Kate does is she writes about movies. All right, and um, thank you once again. And thank you guys all for joining me. Um, and you can follow me on uh, Instagram not Twitter at Cinemaniac94 and you can follow the uh, podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. That is it, everyone. Thank you guys all for listening. I really appreciate it. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. That was Alyssa. And that was Caitlin. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.